Because internships didn't really exist, say, 10 years ago. I mean, we really refer to them as phenomenon because that's what they are. They've kind of come from nowhere. And I reference in that um, piece of paper, there's an article that comes from the Sydney Morning Herald that was published in 2011. And it basically says something like, um, get eager young workers, or eager young workers are free and easy. And that was really the approach. You know, people sort of see young workers and they continue to see young workers as people who are, are so eager to work, they really want jobs, they really want experience. And that's true. And so you can turn that and you can encourage someone by dangling a carrot in front of them and saying, oh, you might get a job, this will give you some experience, you can put it on your CV, we'll give you a reference. And that will encourage young people to work for free. So um, it really started in the global financial crisis. We had youth unemployment going up. Right now it's 13.1%, so it's more than double um, uh, the normal employment rate or unemployment rate. And there was more competition for jobs. And there was more competition on every level for jobs. And what do you do when there's more competition? You have to find a way to outcompete people. And the way to outcompete them is by getting a better CV, by getting more experience than them. So it doesn't really matter what you go into. There's a visual merchandising internship on there. I mean, that's essentially putting um, the displays in shop windows. That's a real job. That's not an internship. But if you want to get into that now and you're young, well, you better work for free to prove that you can do it because you're not going to get a job unless you've done it. Um, so the data that we know is that in 2008, 19% of Australian uni students have done an internship. Research that came out last year from the Department of Employment um, among people 20 to 30 found that 58% had done internships or an equivalent of unpaid work. So there's been a massive increase and we know that that's because when there's more competition, people are forced to work for free. Um, and what's really interesting is in that survey that 55% of people said that the work they were doing was real work. They weren't just following someone around, they weren't just faffing about in an office or in a coffee shop or doing something. They were actually doing um, a, a job that um, you know, was a real job. Um, so the work environment is getting tougher and that's essentially forcing people to enter into these unpaid work arrangements. And a lot of people will actually seek them out. Um, because they know that that's what is required to, to get a job in Australia nowadays. It's like that in Europe, it's like that in the US, and unfortunately now it's like that in Australia, which means we really have to do something about it. Um, so the next thing I thought I'd talk about is internships. Are, are they good or are they evil? Because, um, you know, there's always a little bit of both. And at IA, we endorse internships with all the inter interns ourselves so we know firsthand the good that they can do and the bad that they can do. And the kinds of good things that come from internships is um, if you want to try out a new field or you're not sure what kind of job you want to go into, it's great to do an internship because you can do it for a few weeks, you can do it for a few months and you can see if it's the right fit for you. It's better to do that than to go on something and you know pay for all the training and things like that and then decide it's not for you. It's great for you know, developing your networking, for building job skills and all those sorts of things. But they're all things that you get when you do a job anyway. And this is the problem, that internships have become something where they say, you'll network, we'll give you a reference, you'll build skills, and you, know, you should come work with us for free as an intern. Um, neglecting the fact that people already get them when you're paid as a worker. It's a, a, a sort of natural um, side effect of having a job, is all those things. Um, so there, there are good things that come out of internships, and, and we support them when they're paid, and when they're well-regulated, and when they're
there are protections in place. But what about the bad? And this really starts to feed into why we have a big issue with um, the PATH internship program. And the first one is, there is no evidence to suggest that internships actually get people into work. So you might think that logically they would, um, but when we look internationally, we don't really think that's the case. In the UK, they have a massive, massive problem with unpaid internships, and they believe it's contributing to youth unemployment. Because the more interns you have, the fewer jobs that you have for people. Um, in France, in 2006, so this was before the global financial crisis, there were 600,000 interns. In 2012, they did the same research, and there were 1.6 million. And youth unemployment didn't go down, it went up. So from our perspective, we can't see any correlation between people doing internships and getting a job. Um, so there's a, a, to an extent, a real sense of flawed policy making in that. You know, where's the research to support um, implementing such a big program? The other thing that really concerns me um, on a personal level and because I see it a lot is inequality. So one of the great things about Australia, which I mentioned, was that you can get a job when you're young and you can be paid and you can make something of yourself and you can save a little bit of money and you can get where you want to go. And I'm a real product of that kind of a system. And it really saddens me to think that, that we are going to have a whole generation of young people whose um, opportunities and um, achievements in life will be dictated by the wealth of their parents. That's not fair. Everyone has potential and everyone should be given the opportunity to fulfill that. And we're really going to miss out if it ends up just being people who come from wealthier backgrounds who can move into the fields that they want to move into. Um, and I've got a bit of a quote here that came from our 2015 survey that sort of talks about what happened. Um, I've completed my degree and have been able, unable to obtain a job in my field due to a lack of experience. I believe an internship would help tremendously with this, however I can't afford to quit my waitressing job to try one. And that's exactly what happens. You've got to work to pay your rent. If you can't quit that job to do an unpaid internship four days a week, well, good luck. You know, you won't get get a chance of um, of trying what you want to. Um, and then, just um, more quickly, um, the other things that are a problem with internships that are a problem with PATH are things like inadequate protections. In the US, there've been a, a whole slew of sexual harassment cases taken out by interns. Um, they failed because interns aren't considered employees. Young people, um, especially people who desperately want jobs, are the most vulnerable among us. And we need to protect them and we need to take care of them. And if we don't have those protections in place, we can expect more discrimination, more harassment, more bullying among the cohort of people. And they won't complain because in the end what they want is one of two things. They either want a job or they want a reference so they can get a job. And you're not going to get that if you complain about something. Um, the other thing is that there are really significant psychological impacts to um, feeling exploited in the workforce. So this is another quote that came from one of our other surveys. I work 20 plus hours a week to support myself while studying full time, while trying to work 20 plus hours a week as an unpaid intern. I cannot even express how emotionally and psychologically damaging it was. So there's sort of the individual impacts that it has that actually impacts everybody else. Um, and these are just some of the ways. Somebody always pays for an internship. But the problem with unpaid internships or underpaid internships 
is that it's not being employed at who pays. Inevitably, it's the parents. Um, so which parents, you know, with, with um, kids who are pro probably younger than about 25 should be expected to, to fund that unpaid work. Um, it's the taxpayers. This is what's happening with PATH. Um, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars um, going to fund these sorts of schemes. Um, or it's the interns themselves, which is, which is what I did. The other thing is, it's about the competition. If you have one business who doesn't have to pay its workers, but you have one who does, well, who do you think is going to have a competitive advantage? And the other thing is it's bad for governments. If we're talking about a budget black hole, well, um, encouraging um, people to go into work where they don't earn an income and don't pay any tax isn't a good thing. Everyone should be paying tax because everybody should be earning a wage where they work. Um, so I'll move on to PATH just briefly and I'll give you a bit of an introduction. So PATH was something that we really spoke out about last year and it really floored us quite frankly. Um, we had been campaigning for quite some time saying in five years time we're going to be the US, we're going to be Europe, we need to reverse this trend in unpaid work among young people, we need to tighten up our rules on internships, we need to do something about this. And up until that point, I mean, internships were sort of moving down into things like beauty therapy and, and um, they were in the not-for-profit sector, but people really thought of them as being, oh, you know, it's an elite problem. Um, it's in law firms and it's in accounting firms and it's in public relations and absolutely it, it's a big problem in those areas and in things like journalism. Um, but what PATH did was open up this sort of exploitative work arrangement to whole new industries where we really haven't seen it before. So um, last month, I think maybe it was uh, early in July, the Retailers Association announced that they had broken a deal, so there'd be 10,000 of these um, interns who are paid you know, $4 an hour or you know, 25 hour working week to get an extra 100 bucks, and they'd be placed in places like Baker's Delight and Coffee Club. Now, they're brand names, uh, they're massive businesses, and it shouldn't be normal to go into a baker's delight and buy your bread of someone who's being paid $4 an hour. That is a real job. And if we care about youth unemployment, if we care about un unemployment generally, then we should be preserving those jobs with every ounce of our being. So um, the thing that part we think is going to do is one, for every one of those 120,000 interns, there are going to be 120,000 more people who don't actually have jobs. If they're real jobs, then hire a worker. Um, the other thing it does, of course, is undermine the integrity of our industrial relations system. I relied on that minimum wage to get me through uni to support myself when I didn't have the family backing to be able to do that, to provide myself with opportunities. And I want that for every young person, no matter what they want to do in life. They deserve that. And being unemployed, because it's a scheme that's um, for longer-term unemployed people, so if you've been unemployed for longer than six months, which actually isn't very long to be unemployed, saying to those people, you're worth less because you've been unemployed, frankly, being unemployed is hard enough. I don't think that they need someone to tell them that they're worth um, significantly less than anyone else. So there's, you know, the the erosive factor that, that comes into play with it. And the other thing that really was confusing about PATH was that we already had a massive problem with unpaid or exploitative internships before. Employers need no incentive to take on a worker for free. 
it, it's absolutely ludicrous. We're already, already dealing with this issue, and now it's being injected with steroids by businesses being incentivised. And you've got the Fair Work Ombudsman on the one hand doing incredible work trying to um, you know, get employers to comply with the Fair Work Act. And then on the other hand, you've got the governments paying people to do the wrong thing. Um, so we really expect this to, to have um, myriad consequences that are not positive. We want to protect young people and we don't think that the, um, and what we've seen overseas, we don't think that the way to get young people into jobs is to keep them in underpaid internships when actually they could be doing those jobs for a decent wage.